They fell in love from a podcast, so they started a podcast. It's your weekly sappy hour with goofy banter, meaningful conversations, and relationship advice from the male and female perspective. So let's catch up with the fries. Here are your favorite weirdos, Blair and Luke. <laughs> I can hear it out here, yeah, for sure. Wait, be quiet. I can doubt you it. Probably not. I doubt it, so who cares? Let's ride. Okay, okay, let's ride. All right, welcome to Catch Up with the Fries. I'm Luke. And I'm Blair. And, and what, guess what? What? We're the fries. Oh, shoot. <laughs> All right. I told you that one. I know. A lot of people could have told you, you that one. You made me a fry. Welcome to I another did. episode. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Catch Up with the Fries. Like y'all know, we like to start every week off with a little segment called TGI Friday. What are you thankful for? That was good. Thanks. Do you know what you're thankful for? What am I thankful for? Yeah, I know. Of course. What are you thankful for first? So mine actually changed just a few moments ago. Oh. I know. Because I had something in mind. Mm. And then, you know, we were about to start recording and I was like, I think I have to poop. Let me, you know, try to get it out. So I can feel she did. so I can feel refreshed or <laughs> you know, talking. And it hit me in that moment. I am so thankful for the kind of poops that you don't have to wipe after. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, it's just like a clean slate. Yeah. Like you poop. Love a clean slate. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing worse than just like a messy cleanup on aisle four, you know? Wait, what? Like when you poop and you're like, oh, maybe it's not bad. And you're like, oh, geez. <laughs> Clean up on aisle four. Yeah, those aren't fun. Yeah. So anyways, <laughs> when you just, when you're done with your business and you wipe and it's just nothing there, oh, it's so satisfying. It's like I worked really hard and I'm rewarded. Instant gratification. Yeah. Easy peasy lemon squeeze. I know. So anyways, that's my. Stanley Steam or the carpet cleaner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you tired? No, I was. I thought it was something. I thought this uh, saying was something else, and and then once I was saying it, it wasn't what I expected. So that's oh. how we got there. Sorry about that. Okay. So what are you False thankful for? False advertisement. Um, I'm thankful for uh, seltzers, lemon and bologna. Oh. Literally have been eating that since I was. Can't tell you when. But it's the best. Cool story, bro. <laughs> what? You were like, I've been eating it since I can't tell you when. <laughs> I can't. So I because, like, cool. because it's that good and it's been that long. So it's been since you were young. It's so good. But it is uh, lemon and bologna. So we like to call it summer bologna. Don't know how that came about. but I think it's lemon and sub. It's not summer bologna. We, oh, I think really? my family just called it summer bologna. Did you eat it in the summer? Probably. Makes sense. I like girls that wear Abercrombie and Fitch. Oh. Uh. And eat Lebanon bologna. Yeah. 
crushed it. Girl, stab back for the summer. Yeah, and you're, so, so the summer. y'all call it That's summer. where it came from. Yeah. Exactly. I know. I um, got you. But no, I love it. I actually, fun fact, I had my mom shit me. Uh-huh. Lebanon, <laughs> Seltzer's Lebanon Bologna. That's only from Pennsylvania, I think. It is. It's from Pennsylvania, but like, I had it everywhere. I had it in Penn State and I had it in Philadelphia, but when I moved to Tennessee, they didn't have that anywhere. So I had to have my mom shit me and put it on what's the ice? Dry ice. Dry ice. I was like, what's is it wet ice? I what's the ice? <laughs> had her ship that down. That was way too expensive. Because you're bougie. I'm bougie. I'm and bougie. then get this. We moved to Texas and he's like, Mom, send me some more of that baloney. It's time. And he does. And I Google and I'm like, your mom's about to not be happy when I tell her <laughs> that they have Lebanon bologna. Blah, 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 blah. They have Lebanon bologna here. And she just spent like $75 shipping you Thank you, mom. I appreciate you sending that and making my dreams come true with always having Lebanon bologna. But Central Market in Fort Worth has saved the day. And that's why I'm so thankful for Lebanon bologna. It will blow your mind. Seltzer's Lebanon bologna. Look it up. I am fully of f- oh, I love it. <laughs> I'm, a speechless. Huge, I'm a huge advocate for it. But have you ever had Oscar Mayer? But it's not Oscar Mayer. Because they have a way with B-O-L-O-G-N-A. <laughs> but Oscar <laughs> Mayer Wiener bologna is not good. It's like it's pretty good. It it's you can't eat that's not even in the okay. same realm as let me let me Lebanon just put it for the people. From Seltzer. Oscar Mayer bologna is like rubbery i mean you've had it it's rubbery it's for kids but also i eat it it's for adults too i don't Lebanon think i've seen bologna, you since we've been lemon and bologna is like bougie thick cut bologna like it's not i'm just trying to give the them spices, a t- an example the of taste, the it's texture. smoky-ish and it has a sweetness to it it's just to die for and yeah. i would because it's that good I literally had my mom, again, I had my mom ship it. You're right, though. I haven't had bologna in quite a while. Yeah. Because we used to, when I was at CMT, when I was at CMT working in the graphics department, we would package up, like we would make little care, not care package, but make little sack lunches and we'd take them to the homeless people like downtown. Right. We would do that. We tried to do it every week. Sometimes it wasn't always, but every week when we did that, we would make a sandwich for ourselves for lunch, and we would make a bologna sandwich. A bologna sandwich. Yeah, and it was so good. It always hit the spot. Yeah, I just not. Uh, yeah, Oscar Mayer Wiener bologna just doesn't do it for me. But I am here for a seltzer Lebanon bologna. Um, shout out to seltzer Lebanon bologna. If only we were sponsored by them. I know. <laughs> One day. So I'm very excited about this week's episode. Um, we are going to be sharing our testimonies with yeah. you guys. And basically what a testimony is, I guess, is just like your life story, but kind of your life before Jesus and then kind of the moment and why you decided to finally give your life to Jesus and then, you know, life since that sort of. Um, So I'm really excited. I think it'll just give you guys a better idea of where we both came from. Give us our backgrounds. Yeah, in our walks of faith and... Um, just since we do talk about that pretty often on our um, podcast. So I'm excited for you guys to hear it. And I'm sure I feel like every person can relate to some part of someone else's testimony because Absolutely. in a way it's I agree. everyone was lost and didn't know Jesus and then meets him. So 
Um, so do you want to you wanna start? Take it away. I feel like you always start things, so. That is true. To an extent, sometimes we don't. But I'll start. No problem. Okay. No problem. Thanks. Um, this is actually my first time actually fully running through my testimony. Um, I mean, I've, I've told people like what I've, <clears throat> excuse me, like what, how it came to be and everything, but I like, actually never like went through from beginning to like where I am now. <laughs> Jeez, Waff. <laughs> well, you just like beat me up. It's You're not swatting. play time. Dude. It's story time. Do you want to share your testimony? Amen. Yuck. He was blind and now he's <laughs> such okay. a handsome man. <laughs> but really, waffle. yeah, dude, stop. He's like beat me up. He's so <laughs> aggressive. Not really. All right. <laughs> <laughs> waffle. Sorry, buddy. I'm about to put you down. <laughs> I mean, by put you down on the ground. <laughs> Sorry, wow. buddy. Go down. Get down. All right, all right, we're back, we're back. Sorry for the quick little interruption there. The dude was going crazy. Um, but yeah, what I was saying before, yeah, so I grew up uh, grew up in a Christian household. I was raised as a Catholic. Um, my family is Catholic, and we always went to church every Sunday. I went to Sunday school, um, most Sundays, not every Sunday, but... Uh, I went through the First Communion, um, I did Confirmation, uh, can you believe what my name was? My name was Bruno. How did I get that name? What? Yeah, my my Confirmation name was Bruno. Why do you have a Confirmation name? I don't know, to be honest with you, I can't give you those details, but you literally pick a name, they gave us a list, and they kind of said pick a name, whatever felt right. And I picked Bruno. <laughs> that makes no sense. For I did that in Spanish class in like sixth grade, and I was like Margarita or something, or like a Spanish name. But anyways, continue. Sorry, I'm just very confused that you chose a name for confirmation. Yeah, I don't. I, I wish someone could. Like, I wish I could break it down for you. Maybe some people who are listening who are Catholics understand. I don't know why we had to pick a name. Um, off the top of my head, I'd have to look more into it. But yeah, for some reason, I picked Bruno, which is kind of funny. Don't know where, like Bruno Mars, I guess. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so I, again, raised in a Christian household. But yeah, I was always raised in a God-loving home. Um, and uh, looking back at it, I was definitely just going through the motions. Um, it was a habit. It was a staple to go to church. We always pray before meals, before bed. Um, and we were just always known to love God. Um, it was a great foundation, but I definitely, f- again, looking back, I, I was missing something. Something was not there that I absolutely needed. Um, but growing up, uh, wrestling was <laughs> like my job. I loved it, though. I mean, it was, it was what I did from when I was four years old till I was 21 and graduated from college. Um, and I got to live out my dream and wrestle at Penn State, which was amazing. Um, Wrestling was what I was known for, um, and it was who I was. Um, I definitely identified myself with wrestling, um, and I always strive to be the best, and anything less was just not good enough in my books, um, in most books, too, and it comes to competitiveness. But um, And as I was going through high school, I was a good kid. I uh, always 
had a good like a facade, I guess, too. Um, but I always did my best to show respect, um, to be loving. But again, I had an un- undercover, ah, undercover, excuse me, <laughs> undercover, <laughs> an undercover rebel in me. Um, once I got towards the end of my sophomore year in high school, um, as a freshman, I was I won states in wrestling. Um, I felt on top of the world. I was reaching my goals at a younger age, and then going on to my sophomore year, I performed terribly, ended up getting fourth place, was definitely defeated. Um, I was beyond upset, and looking back, I think that's kind of what sent me down um, the path of going to drinking and um, to drugs and sexual acts as well. Uh, I it was towards the end of my sophomore year there where I started experimenting with all that. Um, I relied on myself and, uh, when I couldn't meet my goals, I felt worthless and disappointed, I guess. Um, kind of just felt like I let myself down, I let others down and I, I needed something to kind of get me out of that. And I guess that's why I turned to drinking more and doing drugs and all that. Um, but so going through the like the rest of high school, um, I kind of just lived that lifestyle, drinking, partying, girls, the whole shebang. Um, and then until I started my senior year, I started having some interest in a girl. Um, her name was Haley, and I definitely had a crush on her. Excuse me, I'm literally right here. <laughs> <laughs> we don't was, need to talk about that. I know, <laughs> I know. Just kidding. Uh, but no, yeah, so... We were friends all once she moved here and through high school, but then something made me even more attracted to her. She was sweet and cute, you know, and funny, the whole thing, and had, like, a complete innocence about her, but, and then, (laughs) gosh, I hate saying this, but I guess, like, the bad boy attitude in me um, for sure took on the role of, like, wanting to date her. Um, And, but, but the thing was, like, little did I know that she was going to be the reason I came to know Jesus. Um, she went to Young Life, and at first, I went to Young Life, honestly, just to be with her, to hang out with her. Um, really had no any other intentions, didn't really know what Young Life was. But then as I started going more and more, I started really enjoying Young Life. It's such a cool thing. Like, you go, hang out with friends, you have great food, great and fun activities, and then at the end of the night, um, they break it down, and they teach you about the gospel, um, which I took full stride, and I thought it was amazing, and then through the rest, throughout the rest of my senior year, um, I got more involved in Young Life, I started doing more weekend trips with Young Life, um, and being more active in a Bible study with them as well, and I just wanted to keep learning more about Jesus, um, but it really wasn't until I actually started dating Haley Moore and going to church, um, and with her and her family, um, I, it was until, it wasn't until then that I really felt the presence of God. I honestly vividly remember one day at church where we were worshiping, um, and actually praying over her because she was going to be a counselor at Lake Champion, um, for Young Life. Um, and that's in that moment, I felt Jesus. It was this most immense feeling that took over me and the tears and the joy and like all these emotions just happened at once. And it just made me realize that he's a living God. Um, 
that day I wanted to completely give my life to Jesus and have a relationship with him. Um, it just, it felt amazing. It felt right. I wanted to rid myself of the stress or the disappointments, the anxieties and the griefs, um, and just give it to him, give it to Jesus to take away from me. He died for our sins so we can be forgiven. Um, I realized I couldn't do life without him and that and that my purpose is his purpose, I guess you could say. Um, and everything leading up to that point and going forward um, would be because of him. I ended up uh, getting baptized a couple weeks later. Um, and as I would like to say, I was reborn. Um, I felt such a good feeling having a new relationship with Jesus and walking with him and trying um, to be the best for him. And I felt like my purpose was to follow Jesus and share his gospel um, the best that I could and not just be Luke the wrestler, um, to have that persona, you know. Um, As I kind of went into college, Haley and I actually ended up breaking up. Um, and I went through college having an awesome community to walk with. Uh, I had a Bible study I had with church. I had a Bible study with the athletes on campus, Um, and Haley's grandparents actually lived at Penn State, and they took me under their wing, which I couldn't be more thankful for. Um, I definitely for sure throughout college had my convictions and my low moments throughout uh, throughout it and still do to this day, but I know that I could repent and ask for forgiveness and always work towards being a better child of Christ. Um, but And then once I left Penn State and went to nursing school, um, I kind of went into a darker time in my life. Things started changing for me in my walk with Jesus. I started losing my way again, um, I started to become the one sheep that ran away from Jesus and the flock. I really did. I didn't have my community or church and I kind of, I kind of just walked away. I I didn't look for something to have a community and to worship God, to go to church and all that. Um, and I was in nurse school. I started dating a girl awesome girl with a great family as well. Um, actually helped me through a lot of times during nursing school. And I knew in my heart, I wanted to wait till marriage to have sex. Um, it was my goal since I was little. Um, and to turn back to high school going into senior year, I actually ended up losing my virginity while I was drunk at Penn State. Um, this is when I was in high school. I definitely played it off as a cool, it was cool, no issues, is like, kind of just, I guess, <laughs> fit in with the, with my buddies, mm-hmm. um, uh, and it actually was hurt, it actually hurt my heart that I did that, and that's how I lost my virginity, <laughs> Um, when I wanted to wait, I laugh. It's just because that's how I was I, just about to say, I love <laughs> how you laugh when you get uncomfortable or not uncomfortable. It's how I cope with it. Yeah. Um, uh, again, yeah, I just, I wanted to wait, but my flesh definitely had other plans for me at that time. Um, but again, after being baptized, I wanted to relive my born again soul and 
virginity and again wait till marriage. But once again, my flesh got the best of me. Um, started having sex with my girlfriend during that time. Um, and I started again losing my relationship with Jesus and thinking I could do it all on my own. I didn't need him. Um, it was like it felt too quote unquote good to care or have any conviction um, with having sex or drinking more again. Um, I went a couple years uh, to me being lost and sleeping with other girls and partying um, and again just doing my own thing, doing my own plans. Was this after y'all broke up? This was after, yeah, after we broke up. Um, and again, yes, yeah, sorry, excuse me. Uh, doing my own thing and my plans um, and kind of being like that prideful wrestler that I was um, before and prideful musician and creating an identity that was selfish. Um and I, one of the big moments too after this all happened is I remember one night I was home visiting and I was in my sister Sarah's kitchen, and her and I were having a super heavy conversation just about life and uh, kind of me being in a dark place and living the way I was living. Um, my heart was broken, for sure, from my past uh, relationship, um, and I was finding ways to keep my mind off of her in a very unhealthy way. Um, Sarah knew that. Uh, I, I talked to her regularly about stuff, and she told me that she has been praying for me, um, praying for me to come back to Jesus, for me to find someone who will love me for who I am, um, to share Jesus' light with me, and to, to find peace. Um, and dude, you want to talk about a heavy moment? Um, we were both just sob stories, <laughs> uh, just a mess. Um, but I will say I didn't think any of it at the time. Um, I honestly was feeling, feeling sad because she felt sad because like, I don't want my sister to feel sad for me, um, for what I'm doing. I, I just, again, I was, I was kind of being stubborn, but again, I felt her compassion and love for me and to come back to having a relationship with Jesus. Um, and again, literally months later, God answered my sister's prayers. Um, it's still crazy to think, but uh, this to me was a testament that God is listening um, and is always having a plan to bring his children back to him, whether you know it or not. Um, I truly believe that. And in comes Miss Blair. Howdy. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. <laughs> Um, and in my heart, I know God was the reason that this show happened on Instagram, us meeting all the events that just lined up came to be. Yeah. Um, I know he was, I know he was leaving the 99 and coming to find me and bring me back to his love, his compassion, joy, his forgiveness. And he, welcoming with open arms. I felt it. And it was that feeling that I had that first time when I realized I needed him to be in my life. Um, Blair was the light that God has been shining in my darkness to bring me back to him. Um, again, and I know that, and I am so grateful, so, so grateful for that, um, for her to be that light for me. Um, 
And like closing this out, I just want you to know that Jesus welcomes welcomes us all to come have a relationship with him. He gave up everything so we could have it all. Um, He's the love of all loves. Uh, You might get lost, but he will always come looking for you every time. Um, He wants you to give all your anxieties, your problems, stresses, issues, or the whole shebang. Everything that can bring you down, any negativity that comes about. He wants them, wants you to give them to him so you can just live a joyful life. He is the most selfless God you will come to know, and that's that's why I bear my cross every day and give my life to Jesus and walk with him the best that I can. Um, and yeah, that's pretty my pretty much my my story and my testimony of where I'm at. Um super you go what? No, <laughs> I just say it. Just super thankful for him, super thankful for him, and just my journey. And I know he has a plan for me and us all. And again, I can't wait to see what comes about. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Pastor Luke, <laughs> bringing us to church. <laughs> so was uh yeah. And I how I have to follow that? Oh, oh, you're gonna do great, baby. Take it away. <laughs> Okay, um, so I kind of have a similar story to Luke, I think just because we have similar backgrounds and um, just a lot of similarities in our past lives, honestly. Um, not our past lives, but our past. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want it to, I didn't know if it made it seem like back in our past lives when we were dogs, you know what I mean? <laughs> See, what kind of dog would you be? <laughs> Golden Deal. Oh. I don't know. Frenchie, I'd sleep all day. <laughs> fart, yeah. Yeah, fart about and that. sleep. Yeah, burp, fart. Yep, that's cheese. you, girl. That's you, girl. <laughs> okay, so anyways, <clears throat> I kind of put my testimony into like three different sections um, before I... Waffle! <laughs> 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 all right, go in the room. Before I fully encountered Jesus. So um, I think the biggest, sorry, not the biggest. The first thing is just the way I was raised. So I was born in a Christian household where we went to church every Sunday. We would pray before bed. We pray before we ate our meals, you know. Um, So I was very much surrounded by Christian beliefs. Um, (coughs) We went to a Methodist church. Um, and I feel like I was always just taught that Jesus loved me and Jesus died for me. Um, but I don't think I ever quite understood why, um, which is a big thing later on. Um, but growing up, I was always kind of the good girl, you know, both of my brothers kind of got into some trouble back, back in the day. And so, I kind of felt like I had to be the good child, you know, like I needed to do everything right. I needed to be the good Christian girl that people thought I was. And so, you know, I, I didn't cuss. I didn't drink. I never smoked anything. Like I was just your typical good Christian girl growing up. Um, but the reason I was doing all that stuff wasn't because I was trying to like glorify God by any means. It was because I just selfishly wanted to have that reputation even when I got to college people knew me as like oh that's the girl that's a virgin and um 
doesn't drink and, you know, doesn't do this because that was just, I was known for it. Um, and also, um, so I played tennis from the time I was six years old until halfway through college. And that quickly became my identity in life. Like, especially getting older, like high school, because once you got to high school and college, like people actually would come out and watch sports. And, you know, in high school, you would walk throughout the hallways in your cool little (laughs) warm-up suit because it was game day and everyone knew. And so, um, and I just became, I was the tennis superstar. You know, everyone knew that I was very highly ranked in the country and, you know, I played like number one spot on my high school team and then I got put into division one college. And so that was kind of just what I was known for also was just being the tennis girl. And I quickly put my identity in that. Um, and even towards the end of high school, I was not really loving playing tennis anymore, but I was like, you know what? Like, that's who I am. Like, if I go to college, like, what am I going to be? Just, like, a student? Like, no, I'm, I'm supposed to be, like, play tennis. Like, that's who I am. Um, and so I never really quit because I just, that was my identity, and I didn't want to lose that. I just didn't feel like I knew what I would do, like, without it. Um, and then the third part of it is more so when I got to college. Because kind of growing up, I never really dated never really talked to guys like I had crushes on guys but they just didn't really like me back because <laughs> I just wasn't <laughs> cute I don't know no way. and um so you know it's like I never really had that attention from guys I, I was friends actually that's what it was I was friends with all the guys in high school but I never was in like a romantic relationship or anything like that until college and um once I got to college and you know, I learned what mascara was. And so guys all of a sudden thought I was really cute. (laughs) And I started getting attention from guys and I really enjoyed it. Like I was like, oh, wow, all these guys giving me attention, you know? And of course they were like the baseball players that all the girls thought were cute. And I was like, oh my gosh. And they like me, you know? And so quickly I, I started running to guys, I guess, um, you know, when I would be upset or feel lonely oh my god I thought you farted <laughs> what's that noise yeah I farted. <laughs> oh did you really <laughs> right in the middle of my deep moment I'm sorry it slid my stomach or it's the bean burritos hurting my stomach <laughs> Ew, I'm keeping this in by the way <laughs> so anyways um as I was saying Um, you know, I started getting attention from all these guys and one in particular was the it guy on the baseball team. He was a freshman. I was a freshman, but like every girl thought he was just the cutest thing ever. Mm. And he was very good at baseball. You know, everyone knew who he was, but he was not a good guy. Um, and he, you know, he would sleep around, but then he would tell me like, you know, I I actually want a relationship with you. I don't want that. I want something real. And then he would go sleep with someone the next night. And I kind of let him just treat me that way because I so desperately just wanted that attention and wanted to feel wanted by somebody like that, which I don't know why, but you know, girls, we all go through that little phase. (laughs) 
Um, and so pretty much just through all that, I guess that was what I ran to was guys. If I didn't have a guy, I felt alone. I felt it would just put me down. Um, so then the beginning of my sophomore year, I, um, started uh, going to these campus outreach meetings, which was a college ministry at um, Kennesaw, which is where I went to school. And, you know, I, like, loved getting to know all the people, and I was like, oh, finally I'm, you know, meeting people that also are Christians and love Jesus. You know, this is what I've been looking for because I pretty much only hung out with college, or um, athletes before that who just kind of like to party and all that. So I was, I was like, okay, I finally found some people that have the same interests as me. And they had New Year's conference, which was just like a three-day uh, like conference where there were speakers and all that kind of stuff. And so, you know, I'm like super excited, like, oh, yes, it's going to be so good. It's going to be so fun. And I got there and some of the messages just started really speaking to me. And I realized for the first time in my life that even though I believed in God, believed in Jesus, believed that he died for me on the cross, like I finally, or I guess I realized that I didn't have an actual relationship with him. And I, you know, like I said earlier, I always knew Jesus died for me. I didn't understand why. And it's kind of like, oh, he died for me because we are, sinners and because of that we're separated from God and Jesus is the bridge to get us to be able to have a relationship with God like I never understood that I was just always told Jesus loved me I never really truly understood what exactly he did for me and what exactly that meant um and one of the passages that was spoke um or was read there was Romans 1 21 um and I don't have it in front of me but it's something along the lines of like you can know God but you don't praise him and I think I realized that I knew who God was but I didn't live my life for him I was living my life for myself and my own reputation and my own image and my own satisfaction and so for the first time I felt this desire to actually give my life to him and live my life for him um, and so I guess ever since that, that's kind of just been in a way how I want to live my life. And, you know, I think we've talked about on the podcast before, like using my platform, like that's what I want. Like I want people to smile and see a little glimpse of Jesus through my platform because I feel mm -hmm. like that's what I'm called to do is, you know, we're called to share his light and share the gospel and, um, I guess another big part of my testimony was after all of this, after I actually did give my life to Jesus, I was in a relationship in college my junior year, my junior year, yes. Um, and it was a good relationship. He loved Jesus like so much and treated me great. Like it was, you know, the kind of relationship I wanted, um, 
And I 100% thought I was going to marry him. Like, done deal. It was it, you know. And kind of out of the blue one day, he broke up with me. And his reasoning was because he just felt like God was telling him to break up with me. And that was really hard to hear. And I got very angry. At first, I was very angry with God. Like, okay, why would you want this to end if it's so good? Like, if this is so good and glorifying to you, why would you want it to end? And I just didn't really understand it. Um, and I was in, like, a very dark place for probably a month or two. Um but during that time, it was 100% the closest I ever was to Jesus because I would wake up every morning and I knew I couldn't get through the day without Jesus and without his word and without his truths. And so that was what I did. Like I would just wake up and I would start reading the Psalms and I would watch a sermon. Like I was just surrounding myself with God and his truths. And I feel like that was the most growing growthful <laughs> what's the word it's growth I don't know. yeah I don't know that was just where in my life I truly felt like I grew the most and got so close to Jesus and um and just really learned to trust him and I think that's why and also I think because of finally one day I remember it was the day that I saw my ex-boyfriend and I didn't cry and I felt peace. And I was like, you know what? That was something I thought I would never, ever, ever, ever get through. And Jesus got me through it. Right. So now if any, and kind of, I was like, if anything in the future happens, I have this moment to look back on and be like, you know, he got me through that. He's going to get me through this. Absolutely. And so I think that just really helped me grow in my trust and grow in my faith and, um, yeah. That's awesome. But that's my story. Um, and Are you I hope we, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> um, I hope we articulated it well. If we didn't, I just honestly pray that Jesus spoke through us and that you heard him and not us basically. Yeah. Um, because I'm not good at speaking. Me so. neither. When it's about something <laughs> serious, if it's like something funny, I can just like, I turn into like a comedian or like karaoke, I'll crush it. But like, tell me to get on front of, on a stage and tell people my testimony. I'm like, um, hi, yeah, my name's no, Blair. I, feel you, dude. I'm the same I get way. so nervous. And then I'm like, what? Did, I feel like I miss points too sometimes, but. Yeah. Here's the main point. If we could, if you could take away anything from this entire podcast it's that in the beginning we were with God things were good and then because we sinned and because this world is so sinful we were separated from God and we weren't able to have a relationship with God because of the sin in the world but then he loved us so much that he sent Jesus his son to live the perfect life live a life nobody can live we can't live and he died on the cross for our sins so that we can have a relationship with God again. So we can have him to be our rock, to give us hope, to bring us joy. Mm -hmm. That's the biggest thing. Before Jesus, I there were so many times I was happy, 
But once you truly experience Jesus and have him in your life, you experience joy. Ooh, there it is. And that is like, happiness comes and goes. Joy is solid. And yes. that's that's what Jesus is. He's solid. He's joy. And he will change your life in the best way possible. Um, and so if that's all you take away is the gospel, that's, I mean, that's all we want is yeah. the gospel to be clear. And so I pray that it is. I pray that um, y'all just are able to hear that clearly through yeah. this. Um, if you have any follow-up questions, though, feel free to DM us per usual. Um, message us on catch up with the fries, though, because I'm much better at replying to those DMs than my <laughs> own sometimes. Um, but yeah, we hope you enjoyed this. Hope you um, kind of felt like you got a glimpse into our lives as well and just the way we were raised. And um, We'll go a little bit more details in the upcoming ones, too. About what? I don't know. We're talking about careers and stuff. Oh, yeah. I thought you meant more details about our testimonies. I was like, nah. dude, this was it. If you nah. didn't go into detail, like, shots keep talking. Are, shots are fired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Careers and all that stuff. Well, no, you were saying about growing up, and I was like, yeah, we'll have to talk about a little bit more of that oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's plenty more where that came from. Other podcasts. <laughs> but anyways, we hope you all have a great weekend. Yeah. And can't wait to catch up next week. Yeah. With the fries. <laughs> See ya. See ya.